Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Yo, I'm coming at you from Hughes.net somewhere in rural South Carolina. <laughs> oh my God. You are going to have to get, y'all, the internet poodle has in rural South Carolina is wretched. <laughs> It's it's I'm I'm on Ethernet, so I'm not on wireless. Um, I think I sound pretty good yeah. right now. It says I have a very good network, but it may go y'all, bad. If it sounds like Poodle's coming from a tin can, it's because literally, y'all, he's plugged <laughs> into a tin can. Just, just talking. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love, exciting and new, go online, they're catfishing you, shocker, fiance, soon you'll be flying to parts unknown, 90 day fiance, marrying someone you only on your phone be they French or Chinese a brand new K1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what poodle to love it's 90 day gate let's love <laughs> a pinto beans <laughs> That's my dad had pinto beans for lunch. That's that's Hughes.net in South Carolina. A pork and beans can, and your dog runs with it. That's what he had pork and beans. He ate it out of the can. <laughs> did he, he play it. a harmonica? Like a like a hobo yeah, out I, of the I, campfire? <laughs> I did while he ate. <laughs> And you told him stories of riding the rails. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, y'all, I don't have a harmonica. I just did that. I'm kind of impressed. It it, it didn't sound as good as you think it does. It's not, um, you guys, we want to welcome to 90 Day Gabe. 90 Day Gabe. <laughs> this we, is. Part we are two. we are we are doubly remote, you guys. We are doubly remote. I am we in Oklahoma. Doubly goat, and du- and I'm in South Carolina with my post COVID um, uh, family. Uh, they both had COVID uh, and recovered. Thank God. Uh, it's the only reason I decided to go home. Um, it is a COVID apocalypse here in South well, Carolina. That, that and your mother guilted you, even though you said, <laughs> but mom, what about my health? And she said, Jaybird, I'm fine. I'm not going to get sick. Come home so I can see you. Cool. 
she she did uh my mother has a a habit of making her voice break and it's obviously fake well i just i just didn't know if you're coming home for christmas um i just checking in um you know i haven't seen you in 14 months um and it's so fake and then she texted me when you landed saying god is good I don't know how my mother became uh, uh, all of a sudden, like uh, she became like an, uh, uh, a QVC uh, pillow explainer. Like as God is good, praise be y'all. I must tell you too, there is word art invading my mother's house. I saw two Uh-oh. pieces. One says live simple. And another one says smile often. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll take a picture of it. I've already I've already objected to it thoroughly, and my mom says I don't care. Somebody gave it to me. <laughs> I don't give I don't give a shit. Oh, well, by the way, my mother did say. My mother already said today. She said, "Who gives a shit?" Whether and, and I said, "That's where I get this from." So y'all, all of you who have who gives a shit pillows at home, Mother Poodle is the one who basically said that. That's why I say it. You should get her one. That she'd actually like it. You know what, though? It would, would fit in her house. And she would say, I don't want people to see that. What do they think of me? Cool. Um, um, y'all, this is part two of season eight, episode three of 90 Day to Font. Bless this mess. And we need to we need to issue a formal apology. Um, and this is more on me than Poodle. I'm sorry um, I stuck my dick in the punch bowl in last Christmas's holiday party. <laughs> oh, I was going to say that y'all, I'm sorry that I killed KT Oslin <laughs> because we did not know. I'm not making a lot of her death, but she literally passed away on the day that I brought her up randomly. And everyone is like, I am not leaving her death. I know. Cause not- she actually died from COVID complications, which is horrible she had parkinson's but and then she died from covid complications the fact that the day he spoke that woman's name she passed from this i really have a gift for um saying the wrong thing at the wrong time so kt oslin we apologize to your immortal soul (laughs) we do but we actually makes me feel good that we had so many people that are remembering her and True. so a legacy has been left. And I'm telling you, I've had like four gay friends message me or Facebook message me or comment and say, oh, my God, 80s ladies was my favorite video on CMT. I never saw it. And I'm right after this podcast, I'm going to watch it. I, I, I will need- watch Christmas shoes. I promise. <laughs> yeah, I went off on Christmas shoes and y'all have come at come at us. Um it is still one of the worst. It's 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 pretty close to being the worst Christmas song out there. All um, right, we'll check it out. Um, uh, real quick and, announcements. With, oh, I'm sorry, Poodle. I thought you were done. Go ahead, please. Sorry, y'all. Out. We're doing this. We're doing this without video because Poodle's in a tin can, and so <laughs> normally we have a video and I can see, but I can't because there's a gerbil running as fast as he can <laughs> to give Poodle internet right now in South Carolina, and the video is just too much for the gerbil. <laughs> it's like I need a break. Yeah, Whoa, I'm tired. <laughs> Give me a goddamn carrot. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm. Uh, it's. I was watch the uh, Patton Oswalt version of Christmas Shoes. He where he talks about it. It's it's very very funny. 
Um, so I think I think we're ready to start. Uh, we need to talk about oh announcement. Uh, you guys, the watch what crappens gay not ninety day gays ninety day ninety day crappens is what we're calling it actually. Oh, it's gay crappens. Or uh, it is. 90 uh, it's 90 gay crappens that's what Bronnie called it 90 uh, gay crappens <laughs> you know as like, always oh. we're on brand with clarity <laughs> <laughs> let's just call it gay crappens let's agree. um y'all we can announce now the three part the three parter will drop monday the 26th two on december 27th three mm-hmm. on december 28th that's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Gay and that's crap- going to be on the free feed. And you're already going to get a 90 Day Fiance podcast as well. So you're welcome. That's like come showering you from above. <laughs> Stop. I think- Stop. I think my father just walked in when I said come showering me from above. Oh, wow. <laughs> Friend. Friend. Jay Bird, what were you talking about? What kind of show? Even in my house. <laughs> Jay Bird, are you talk? Is your show a porn show, son? Are y'all talking about porn? Porno? That's what he'd say, porno. Porno. Man, we can't talk about porno. Man, you shouldn't put that out there. What's, how's that going to reflect on us? <laughs> how's that going to reflect on us, on your family, Jay Bird? I'm like. Oh, boy. Oh, anyway, so. Uh, but yeah, I, so I, we went, have, yeah. I went and bought food to make. Um, for my parents tonight, because unlike other people, when I go home, I cook <laughs> because my mother's like, I don't know. I'm out of ideas. How do I just, it's overwhelming for me. Um, and so I'm going to make some salmon and some roasted potatoes and some asparagus. And I was at the, the local, the local Bilo, uh, today, or actually the Ingalls, the local Ingalls. And I was kind of sh- surprised that there was a lot of people with masks on. 80, 80% of people were wearing masks. Um, it I, is traumatizing though, isn't it? Like, because we're so used to LA where everyone does. Yeah. And there, there were a couple of people not wearing them. But then I had to stop at Walmart to get my mother's tart, <gasps> tart cherry juice um, for her arthritis. <laughs> it's weird these things are coming out of my mouth um, because she's like, yeah, it's a better price at, at Walmart. And so I went in there, nary a mask to be found, nary it's, a mask. Did your anxiety go through the roof? Mine does. Oh, oh, I ran out immediately. Now, I had an N95 mask underneath my cloth mask. So I wear my goggles like a goddamn idiot. I don't care. I looked, I looked like one of those, like, plague doctors. <laughs> yeah, I look like one of those people trying to kill E.T. I don't care. Y'all. I will warn you, if you're in, let's say, rural America or even even suburban America for Walmarts right now, and you're you're a little worried about COVID, avoid Walmarts if you can. It's not I, a good thing in there, man. Yeah. It's not. It's not. Um, we also want to remind people for the for the gay crappens with Watch What Crappens, if you're on the Patreon, we have the video of that. So you're going to be able to watch the video of that for, uh, not for free because you're on the Patreon, but at any level on the, at the five, the eight, the 15 yards here, all will get the video of that. Everybody well. gets the video. Everybody gets the video. And regarding our, regarding our come nameless contest, you guys, we had almost 2000, just short of 2000 submissions. A lot of them were actually really good. Um, we don't, 
have a top five yet. So we're still, we're um, going to give ourselves another week on that. Um, and we'll actually, we'll be together next week. Cause we've got to go. We, I'm going back to LA cause we have to, I have to, I have to work. So um, we're going to do it then and make a better decision. So bear with us, but it's not our fault. It's your fault because you brought it. And you will name us. Don't worry. It'll be like Stiltskin. It's true. I know we said like if wait uh, that, didn't, that didn't that fairy tale didn't end out too well for him. Didn't end well. But I know we said that Poodle has the option to choose a new name. We will tell you this: we're we're going to be happy with one of these names that y'all have chosen. So there is going to be a winner. Yeah, I think I'm. It's, There's it's, two that Poodle really likes. Three that I really like. We. We we kind of agree on one. We really agree on another one, but we also I'm, we, there's just too much. We got to decide. There's just I, a lot. I I will fight for the death for mine. Um. Uh. And it's not that we it's not that we're completely at a crossroads about this, you guys. Uh. It's just that mine is right and he's incorrect. But that's okay. We're gonna take. I our can't time. wait for mine to get more votes. <laughs> and you'll never know which one that is. Oh yeah, well that's true. We're gonna do a reveal. We can't tell them who votes because then they'll then it's boring. It's like it's like when you do Miss America and they like said first runner up. I don't know why they do that. Just say Miss America first. I agree. That is well. I think it's so that's to build everything. I know, uh, but you do the fourth, third, second runner up, but then they do and first runner up in the event that Miss America cannot fulfill our duties because she did porn. Um, they don't say that last little part, but that's what they mean. Um, come about pageants. Shut up. <laughs> it's always about pageants for me. Can we start the show? Jovi and Yara, let's talk about them. Um, Jovi, <laughs> Jovi. Mama, Mama Jovi, Mama Jovi, you come over, you have, gonna have some fricasse. You're going to have some fricasse, Jovi. I love my boy Jovi, Shah. <laughs> that's not how Mama Jovi talks, y'all. But she's basically a Cajun cartoon for me, and that's how I'm going to continue to do her. <laughs> Just so we're clear, if you want to come at me and say, you know, her accent really isn't that thick, I don't care. Do She's Cajun chef to me. <laughs> so anyway it sounds nothing like it when you do her but oh, I enjoy yeah. it she doesn't talk like that at all but okay y'all so Joe they're going to the bayou and he's like it's not going to be what you're used to and Yara's like um, and so she's, trying to, she's trying to pick out an outfit and I gotta say Jovi is really bad at shaming her for her choices He he's a misogynist he, he is. hates women. He he's he talks down to her every time he speaks to her. He, he really was not, does. He was not brought up to respect women. It doesn't matter if it's his mom. Actually, his mom is probably the only one he respects because he fears her. Um, none of the women he's ever dated, he actually respected. He talks down to all of them. Um, he's a shitty person. He's a shitty person. I'm going to tell you right now, we have not seen one redeeming quality. I agree. It's a lot of people are really coming for Yara, and I'm like, nope. no, she's the loser in this. <laughs> she is <laughs> the loser in this. I agree, y'all, because, and it's not even that great of a dick. No, no, no. Um. Uh. So Joby, can you said, imagine no. just laying there in the bed with those lips coming at you, just <laughs> back and forth? <laughs> It'd be like a a clown car ride at the fair. 
It looks like just that trout, that trout looking mouth. Yeah. Uh, so he's saying, you know, you don't, you don't need to look nice, just t-shirt and jeans. Cause we're going to go to some shit places. <laughs> and then they show up to a really nice house. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think he's got a chip on the sh- chip on his shoulder. Cause he's from the bayou. And I know I being from where I am in a rural area, you know, I said it's in the middle of nowhere. It's just, you know, there's trailers everywhere, not everywhere, but you know, I'm you, you, you one of the reasons he's doing that is to set the bar low. Uh, and that's what people who are from rural areas try to do. So people will say, oh, it's actually really nice because that's what you want to hear. Not that, oh, you really live in a shit town, you know. Yeah. So people who live in rural areas will set the bar low. I always do. It's just what we're taught to do. But that's true. Um, I also want to say she still does not want to stay over, um, which I think not we really. said before seems normal. And I think the reason – and jo- Joby's mother is like, well, you know, everybody here and everybody who will cage on, you just stay over. You just stay where you fall. You drink, you drink the fire water and you just stay with your fall. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think they say fire water. <laughs> I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Um, but again, it's like, that's your custom. That's what y'all do. Yeah. What about what other people do? I, again, it's that, that, Age-old 90-day fiancé where the Americans disregard any other culture but their own. Yeah, and and I I just – I completely understand her not wanting to sleep there, meeting her for the very first time. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and just, you know, what if she – obviously she can't do anything. They're not going to, like, have sex or anything in there with her mom. Um, it just seems – it also seems kind of like a power play. For the mom to like get her in her house and to kind of say, now you're going to, you're going to, you're going to function under my rule, Sha. You know, it's, I totally think it's a power play. Yeah. Because um, so, an initial meeting would be like, let's meet my mom for brunch or lunch. Let's yeah. do something like that. Supper somewhere. Yeah. Not in your house. My, not only you're in the house, but you're in the house and you're cooking. You're eating her food. Yeah. I mean, even me, I've like, banged several men uh in the same night and i've never wanted all of them to stay over <laughs> this the is same true. thing uh, although if you stayed at your boyfriend's mother's house you would make sure to fuck him in his bed that he grew up in <laughs> while his mother was sleeping that's hot that is hot <laughs> we just have to be really quiet and he would tell me to be really quiet but i'd make sure it was loud enough for her to hear because i'm a shit um, so you would know mother knows that you yeah you win. Yep. Um uh just so everyone's aware, uh competitions between uh making sure that you win between you and the, the your your boyfriend's mother, it's always a competition. Um so she's uh there was this moment where Yara's like, Do I hug her? Do I hug uh Mama Yara, Mama Mama Jovi? And she's like, Oh yeah, sure, come up, give me a hug. And so she's making that is, again not how she speaks at all. <laughs> Shaw, give like, me a it's hug. not, you give it's that not hug, even close. Give it hug, um, so she's making frica um, which a lot of Cajun cooking focuses on the idea of making a dark roux, uh, with stew. Um, like frica is a stew, 
And uh, have you ever heard Bugs Bunny say fricassee? Uh, that's yeah. that's where it comes from. Um, and she, I will say, for someone who's knows, I know a little bit about Cajun cooking. The roux she's making for this, you know, the flour and um, butter mixture is dark. That's a very dark roux. And some parts of Cajun country, you'll find that. Um, and where it's all about actually toasting the flour to get depth of flavor. And usually it's good, but that 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 roux seemed quite bitter to me. But who? What do I know? Um. So. Mama is saying, I, I can see why Jovi be attracted to you. Um, and uh, and she also says in, in a confessional, if I don't like her, I'll go say something to her. Uh, so we'll see. I'm just letting you do this accent <laughs> and try to get it out. Um, he gets a work call, y'all, and they're left alone. And Yara's is really funny. She's like, we will fight when you are gone. <laughs> yeah. I actually thought it. She was trying to solve the situation. Yeah, I thought she did well. I thought she she I think she acted well. She even when she um you know when she did eat the food, um she said that she really liked it. This is good. She lied, like you say. I like I don't care if your I don't care if your mother in law is feeding you liver and onions. My God, you eat it. You lie and you smile. You, you smile. said this is it's delicious. Like Larry, Larry didn't eat the pig in the Philippines. Philippine Phil Pilpin. Pil- 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 can't eat the pig. pig. Can't eat the pig. Oh, a kid. Um, that ruined his timeline for like eight months because he screwed it over really- her and uh and her parents. Uh, so basically, she she there's Tony Satchery's on the table, y'all. You know that's down. That's that's Louisiana country. Tony Satchery's Cajun uh, spice. It's always on the table. Um, so then Yara says, it's good. It's, this tastes good. And I went, good girl. Good po- Poodle Sky, uh, Olga Poodle Sky, uh, school graduate. You always oh, say. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and, uh, and they really just kind of have a nice dinner. And then she even says, like Yara says, you know what? I wasn't comfortable staying here at first. But now after meeting his mother and being in her house, I am comfortable staying here. I'm okay with that. Right. Uh, then they start talking about the wedding because that's what Mama Joby's going to do. And she's like, your grandpa and grandma want to see you get married. <laughs> but Yara brings up a good point. She says, look, it's not super fair that all of his family can be at the wedding and then we're going to Skype and my family. That just seems so – that's going to be hurtful for my mother and my father. A hundred percent. And they could – uh, they could pull an Elizabeth and Andre and get married here and then have another wedding in uh, in the Ukraine. Or I kind of like the idea of having this wedding in Vegas that doesn't favor either family. I, I actually understand it now. Coming from where he comes from in Cajun country, they would not understand that because a wedding is a family thing. Everyone's Everyone's been waiting to get drunk at fucking Jovi's wedding. Everybody, oh, his cousin Tommy's ready to. He's been there's a woman that he wants to do coke off of her tits that he's been courting for like a year just for this. He's got the Zydeco playlist already picked out. Exactly. <laughs> he's hired the accordion player already. Exactly. Crawfish pie, gumbo. We'll have some fun. How you're stunned? Oh, that on the bayou. 
I feel like this storyline's making you nostalgic. It is. I I miss Southern Louisiana. Um, not the heat, the racism, or and actually parts of Southern Louisiana are that way. But uh, and especially the Bayou areas. But especially you're in New Orleans, you'll you'll find it, but it won't be as bad as like Northern Louisiana. But I'm I miss I miss the people. There's such great people there. Um, but there's not a lot of reason. There's not a lot of reason for me to go back there, unfortunately, um, except for going to New Orleans. But I well now you the all the guys that you fucked are all gone or older now. So um, there's probably new blood there. Maybe they have money. Maybe, Maybe they have money. <laughs> Maybe you could find some old flames. Maybe or old bank accounts. <laughs> even, even better. Even better. Uh, so better. they and then we're not off. doing this show with fucking two chipmunks putting wires together for your goddamn internet. Chip and Dale, take a break. Yeah, um, take a break. Uh, so even the wet, even the idea of a wedding party, Joby doesn't want that, but that's going to happen. Some type of reception thing. So, so sorry, Yara, Yara needs to just make herself okay with the wedding party because that's going to happen. I guarantee you that. I guarantee. <laughs> I I mean, because it is kind of like, I know she wants, I see her point with her family can't be there, but I'm also like, but you also chose to come to the United States. Like, so if you are going to get married and you chose to come to the U S then is that fair? I know that's not fair for your parents to be there, but is it the same to say, well, then my parent, but I, I agree with you. I like this idea of let's go to Vegas. Let's, and let's be honest. Joby wants to go to fucking Vegas anyway. Oh Yeah. And I will, I will say, Joby doesn't give a shit about if his parents are there or not. It's he doesn't just, give a I shit about the involved. wedding. Yeah, this is this is the thing, you guys. Uh, Joby's a child, so he really hasn't learned to be anything that's not completely self-absorbed outside of himself. He doesn't yeah. understand anything outside of himself, and he hasn't. He it's hard for him to see. Yara is the first woman he's been serious about. He might think he uh, is in love with her besides her appearance and um, how she how they're kind of friendly with one another. But I don't think I don't think they even really like each other. Um, It's this is one of those head scratcher couples for me. Um, So we'll see. Um, Now, now. So, y'all. They go to bed. And then the truth begins to come out. <laughs> and again, girl, this, this is classic. This is from chapter eight of Olga Pudelskyle's method of how to wear, marry rich Chinese businessmen. Remember, as to quote Olga, ABC, always be complaining. <laughs> oh, always be complaining because she gets it. And he's like, hey, so how was everything's good? And she just, and then she kind of says, we find out that she didn't like the food. <laughs> She goes, food was uh, not so much tasty. <laughs> you guys, because she's never going to want to agree with his mother because she always wants to be opposed to his mother because she wants him to choose her. Amen. This is, this is, how, you, how, this is how Olga would tell you to start resentment in relationship because that way you can finally decide to move away from his mother and cut her off completely because he's so in love with your pussy. That's exactly. the Skaya method. 
Exactly. So she's on her way. She's on her way. I think the problem is Cajun Witch, um, as Olga, I believe, called her, may have a lot more, maybe a lot more form- formidable than Yara thinks. Um, they, she talks about La Rose, the city, and she's like, it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> she said, everybody die here. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Jovi's like, that's not nice. I'm like, no, that's real. It looks like everybody dies here. You know what he says right back? Well, your hometown sucks. Well, no, he said that in the testimonial. I don't know if he, well, he did kind of, yeah, because he did say, I said your hometown was nice and I was bored as fuck. Yeah. So he's Uh, like, I'm glad she told me and not my mom. Now she did say, then she says all this and she's like, but your mom was nice. She asked me questions, but your mom was nice. So she's, I mean, it is, you guys, this is, I mean, this is textbook. This is so well played. Yeah, this is going to be a battle royale between Yara and Mama Mama Jovi, Cajun Witch. Yes, because Yara says, she asked me a lot of questions about her marriage, but not about my personality. So she didn't ask me about me and all the shit she wants to do. Because, you know, Yara is so depthful. Yeah, we've got a – I don't think that's a word, but that's an interesting – It's not word. deep, deep, yeah. <laughs> there we go. How do you take a moment <laughs> – you, you kind of made a word there, but I almost – for a minute, I was like, wait. And I'm like, no, it's deep. <laughs> um, she's quite depthful. Um, depthful. I uh, – and then Yara – I think Yara's going to have a quotable every every episode for me. Oh, and yeah. She's like, if I say no, that means no, and my mind will not change. I'm Why there you with me a million times for me to repeat it when I tell you no? I said no. And she also says, "I get, I no get married in Trailer Park," which is which is a dig. Um, because I said that that's why I moved out of Oklahoma. Um, I I I feel like you guys the the Yara's. Strategy, I also said I want to suck dick. I got to leave this town. So <laughs> we we also forgot one huge detail, you guys. Now, Jovi got a work call, and he thinks he's going to have to leave earlier. Earlier. Now, I don't know if Yara is planning on staying with Mama Jovi, or she's going to be in there. I, I don't I don't know what can happen. I, 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 I guess he just leaves her, a la Sinjin, to Nia. I feel like we knew this. I think he's going to be gone for like a month, y'all. Yeah, but he's now he's leaving earlier. Because he remember he works with underwater robotics, and which is really <laughs> I mean with Sinjin and Tania that sucks, but you guys the difference of South African culture to American culture is pretty far apart. The yeah. difference of um, U- Ukrainian culture. culture, Ukrainian culture versus it is like. It's night and day. Yeah. And especially night and day. What Yara is used to. She's used to being in the city. She's used to going to buy yes. nice clothes all the time. She's used to, as uh, she says, you know, she's used to luxury. And it's if kind she of has to cool, live in a Cajun witch, it's going to be a bad, bad scene. Um, they're going to be, sh- I guarantee you, they will be shouting by next episode. Almost certainly. Oh. Yeah. Goodness. I'm enjoying watching this little this little story play out. <laughs> I'm enjoying this season too. In fact, I'm enjoying I'm enjoying our next couple very much. So Tariq and Hazel, and you want to take a little break and then we'll get jump into them. I think we should. Okay. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe sunrise surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. 
Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Okay, y'all, we're back. It's time for Tariq and Hazel. Tarzel! That's <laughs> known as Tarzel. Tarzel! The, the fourth fiddler daughter um, who has a hump. <laughs> she was, they could never get her married. Tarzel, never. Oh, Tarzel, you're sitting there like a lump. Tarzel, oh, Tarzel, go on now, wash your hump. <laughs> okay. Well, fine, I'll just go and do oh. chores. <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, fourth daughter of of uh, what's I just forgot their names of um of well, I've like never it. seen the uh, show, so I can't be held responsible. The fourth daughter of um, what's his name Mendocino? <laughs> Something no. The uh, 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 you know what? Who gives a shit? As Mother I Poodle know, says, no, I'm I'm blanking for this, and it's and it's pissing me off. Um. Uh, uh, for, zero, uh, zero Mustel for whatever his name was. He's the actor. He's the actor. Zero Mustel. Um, I will shout it I out. Said. I will shout it out later on the podcast. Um. Uh. All right. Anyway, so, someone's screaming and they're in agony <laughs> right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, um, so, Tariq and Hazel. Um. Uh. So. Tariq is on his way to meet Angela, his friend, another friend who we haven't really heard about. Um, Hazel's on the way tonight, and he's telling her he's going to get a powder blue suit for because that's Hazel's favorite color. So this is kind of like at least uh, at least this. It seems like he does follow through with the powder blue suit, unlike Tyrese from Love After Lockup, who had a royal blue suit but kept calling it powder blue. <laughs> Yes, and who also wore crocodile shoes. Um, whereas I will say, Tariq ends up getting the suit, and he actually looks pretty cute in his suit. And it's quite that, da- and he like wears cute shoes with it. He looks nice. I'm to me, it just looks like a little boy at Easter. That was what it was selling to me. I I'm not a fan, or like a costume party. It was well, I thought, yeah, yeah. Well, bar. Well, so Angela goes with him, and Ugh. she was like. Basically, it's the same old thing of a friend going shopping with somebody. They're like, oh, my gosh. At first, I thought they lost their mind, but now it's better, but I still worry about it. I mean, the producers have beat this beat to the ground, everyone. I want to say yeah. producer, not a fiance. Like, I, I almost it would be so refreshing if somebody, like, goes suit shopping with somebody and be like, I think it's great. I think she's wonderful. I think you should marry her. I think they should have, like, seven kids. In fact, I would have. I want to get or just somebody who's like into this. Like <laughs> I want to really, be the one to marry you. <laughs> yes. I, you know what? Or like someone say, you shouldn't marry her because I want to fuck you in your powder blue suit. Then we all would have been like, whoa, this but, is some shit. The thing is, these are tropes we have to follow. So uh and but we have to sometimes the results are different, but the processes are always the same. Um, I also want to say, besides the powder blue suit, ugh, um, someone said they on, on on our Facebook group. Someone said I would I would watch a show where Poodle just went into people's houses and critique their decor, and I would be called if it called UGH. <laughs> someone produced that show. Or not. Um, uh, no, I'd watch that show. Now, so we also find out from Angela, because we have talked about this. I don't know if actually we talked about this on the show, but 
She asked about, is Dean coming to the wedding? Yes. And you guys, y'all remember Tariq's brother, Dean, the very problematic, slightly homophobic um, brother. Bully. The bully. Um, Dean is completely out of his life. He cut him off because, here's the thing, Dean did the most hypocritical thing possible because after all that, he met a girl on WhatsApp and fucking well, moved to the Philippines. <laughs> moved it, y'all, and y'all don't understand. If you didn't watch this season before, we did this on our Patreon, right? Yes. Because um, um, yeah. their first season of Before the 90? Yes. Um, the I can't remember. Dean is so horrible to Hazel. Yep. Horrible. You're going to take like, my brother's money. Yeah. I mean, just and no cause. I mean, really just the word I think of is cruel. So for him to go back now, they showed a clip of Tariq talking to Dean over the phone. Was that from some other 90 day? What now or something? Because I've never seen that before. But you see Tariq getting so angry at his brother and was like, you have not respected me. You don't respect me. I do not know. But I, I don't think we ever saw that. I think that was pretty recent. I think but. Actually, I thought it was sad, but I thought, good for you, Tariq, because your brother is a piece of shit. Agreed. Um, then he and, and he says, there will be no recovery of this relationship. So, yeah. Because, y'all, Dean is never going to apologize. Never. Yep, agreed. Never, never, never. Um, never, never, never. He's, he's just, he's not capable. He, even if he does apologize, he's not capable of actual uh, apo- actually apologizing. He will apologize in doublespeak. Of saying it's so oh, you sad know, because but you know I ha- I was trying to protect your interests. Yeah. You know. When in actuality he was just jealous the entire time. Yeah, that we realize that now, right? Yeah. He actually, you know what? Um, I guess like you said, a blind squirrel finds a nut because I think I remember you saying that during the season that he was jealous. I think you're right. I think I did See, say I'm not gonna tell you you're right. You don't think I do, but I do. When you are right, <laughs> you're right. I like it when you when you talk about times when I was right, like it's a lunar eclipse, like it happened. Boy, it's like that Christmas star that just happened. <laughs> have you seen Have you seen the things that says uh, my opinion of the Christmas star? And it's like how you see in movies, and it's like this beautiful shaped thing that like shines so bright in the sky, and it's like the reality, and it's like a little clump of like white, <laughs> two just little dots. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. However, I like that you see both. I enjoyed – look, it's yeah, – you know what? You actually will – because you weren't last night. I'm excited for you to look at it tonight because, you know, we can see stars where both of us are now, where you really can't in L.A. That's true. Um, it was beautiful, and it really looking at that, and I'm thinking, wow, with my own naked eyes, I am seeing Jupiter and Saturn, and I just – but I – you know – I'm, no, I was no, a young astronaut, no. so I get all space nerdy, and then I started getting teary, and then I think about that. Jupiter and Saturn are made of stardust, and I'm made of stardust, and we're all made of stardust. No, uh, that's the, that is the that is the soul of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ shining down on you. So obviously, you you don't understand. It's not about astronomy at all. <laughs> not about astronomy. That is Jesus's love. God put that, those planets to shine on stars. you tonight. <laughs> I heard someone I heard someone talking about that in the Greenville Airport about how it's just what what an expression of Jesus' love. <laughs> and I'm like, or two planets 
converging <laughs> or science <laughs> or science because y'all it's actually they call it they call it the christmas star but you should know uh no astronomers believe that this was the christmas phenomenon uh that this was the christmas star thousands of years ago that is not they don't think it was th- this event well jesus wasn't born in in um december it's born in july i believe right i don't know I think they said um, July. The, the reason why uh, we celebrate Christmas in December is to make it to make it to make it substitute for a pagan holiday. No. Sorry if I just ruined that for everybody. <laughs> you know, I'll just. God! I'll just <laughs> oh God! God, I'm, I'm feeling like I've got I've got <laughs> sin in my heart, and I think Christmas is ruined, Carl. Oh God! <laughs> She's got her justice tied. <laughs> Carl, call Lynetta. I think I need some of her magic pills. <laughs> I don't know who Lynetta is. Stay tuned. Know. We're going to um, find out. We just ruined Carl's wife's life that Christmas, that, that Jesus probably wasn't born in December. Um, Shoot her. Go take off that elf hat. <laughs> Christmas <laughs> is ruined for me now. <laughs> Y'all shoot her as a dog, just in case you don't remember. Um, so we it, just had somebody who jumped on Patreon and said, new to the show. Love you guys. Um, who's Carl's wife? I'm like, you're going to find out, girl. You're going to find you're gonna out. You're going to find out soon. Um, a lot of, by the way, a lot of you, um, our Patreon's really like boomed. I think a lot of you are doing like the annual holiday memberships and things like that. And we appreciate that so much. Remember, give the gift that always keeps raw dogging you and that is an <laughs> annual an annual patreon subscription <laughs> it, it's gonna raw dog you every month of the year it's gonna raw dog you the american way it'll <laughs> raw dog you if you're in canada it'll raw dog you if you're in australia it's but gonna it's raw dog american you in april it's gonna raw dog you in may with the flowers it's gonna raw flowers. dog you in june <laughs> it's a cold, cold winter. You're gonna get a cold raw dog <laughs> of Gatrion. I don't miss her at all. No, not at all. I think I they just officially divorced. I, I think the melanated way just told us. Oh, she so she's she and Usman are divorced. I think they officially got divorced from now wow. day the melanated way. If yeah. they can't make it work, who can? <laughs> <sighs> Boy. Um, so he is pick. I want to say one thing. He is talking about how Hazel's going to meet his daughter, and uh, and we and I kind of went off on him because he said highly functioning, uh, uh, highly functioning autism. Uh, and but he did say something this episode which I really liked, and he said I because that's going to be the deal breaker if she if she can connect with my daughter, and and she said the only thing different about her is she communicates differently, and that's exactly correct. Um, uh, it, it depends on what, how, what level of how her communication is different, but how she receives communication and how she, or how she receives messages and how she communicates it is what's altered. Um, and he said, you have to have lots of patience and that is the truth and finding out and finding out how, how your child communicates and receives messages best. You know, I kind of have to. I kind of have to have love for Tariq just based on the fact that he does have a, that he does have a child on the spectrum, and he's so committed to this child. I agree. It, I I agree with him. I think, I think he's a. He seems like a really good dad. And now, granted, 
he has a little bit of a sex tourist thing with Filipino, especially <laughs> since um since he called Minty literally a week after he had broken up with Hazel. But that's Mitty. a whole other story. With Minty. With Minty. But because I will say. He can't aspirate the T to save his life. No. And he even says, like, I'm going to pick up Hazel, but I'm not going to tell about Minty. I'm not going <laughs> to tell her about Minty right now. But Yong, when she comes down the escalators. And she says, "Wow, you look so handsome." And he start. I can get he cries. When he starts when he starts crying. I'm totally Team Tarzel. I love them. If this relationship doesn't work out, I I had all the feels for Tariq. I officially love him, even though sometimes I have problems. He's a good dad. He has a good heart. His brother shit on him, and he put him to the curb. And he just wants to be with Hazel. And have a threesome with another woman. <laughs> it is really sweet. That's the American way. Well said. I have to say, I got emotional watching them. I posted on Facebook. Some other sissies did too. It was moving to me. I I understand what you're saying. And I can kind of get behind it. I just feel like this is a couple who has not thought, think, thought things through at all. Um, the fact that they're, they've been, they're going strong for two and a half years is pretty impressive to me. Um, I will also say that the only reason I'm kind of really fully invested in this is because that mini mini thing is going to come out and I'm, I'm waiting for it. He also says my stomach's been in pretzels. (laughs) I know it was so sweet. And then like she. Yeah. She, uh, go ahead, but go ahead, go ahead. Say what no, you're saying. I just saying. think it's a weird thing to say. <laughs> it is a weird thing to say, although it made sense because it's turning in pretzels. But yes, um, come at us if you're if you say that your stomach's in pretzels. Maybe it's a regional thing. <clears throat> I, I don't know. Hazel was like she was. It was just sweet because she was happy to see him too, and um, and uh, you know they um. She talked a little bit about her son and how she's hard to leave. He's like, but that's okay. We're, we're, we're doing the right thing and they're really trying. And then when he like, they go and he like lets her in the car, he's like, I'm going to let you in the car. I'm putting you in the car. He was so excited. And then before he gets to the car and he yells victory, it was just so, I just thought it was so sweet. I, I'm less. I I love love. I love love everybody. I'm less enthused. Uh, because I keep seeing it through the uh, through the viewpoint of a sex tourist, but I I understand what you're feeling. Um, I'm I, I'm realism is clouding my view, but I understand. Sorry, sorry <sighs> to ruin that for you. <laughs> shit on that. Um, I I I just think all of this relationship is built on misunderstandings and misplaced feelings uh kind of uh, uh inaccurate readings of sexuality um i i i i i just no i i think i i think she's going to i think she's going to be the one to go home um or she's going to be oh, the I one think they're going to get married really yeah i think it'll, uh, i think for sure i think for sure they'll get married <laughs> so even though they can get through all the stuff with menti I think Hazel is going to stick with Tariq because she wants to have a better life for her son. She wants to have a better life for herself and her son. And also I feel like even though it doesn't seem like it, Tariq, they broke up. So that's why Tariq was, but I think actually when Tariq's in a relationship, I actually think he's probably very loyal. If that sounds 
No, I agree. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I, uh, I, I'm just wondering how, I don't know if he'll be able to continue, uh, if he wants to have a relationship with Hazel, I don't know if it's a stipulation for Hazel that there always has to be a third person in the relationship, um, which is different than bisexuality. Uh, if anybody leaves, it will be her. It won't be him. I don't, I agree. I agree. I, I, my fear is that Hazel, um, Hazel is not made for monogamy. And I, th- I don't think he is, or I, th- I think he is, I should say clearly. And I think yeah. he would be allowing the third person in their relationship uh, to pacify her. Yes, he would want to, but I, but I think it would, it would, it would like blow his mind. Yes. He could like have sex with another woman, but to have a three way relationship, I think he will get jealous and she's definitely going to get jealous. Um, I, I just don't, I, I see this as being very rocky. So we'll see. I agree. I think they'll get married. I didn't say they were going to like live happily after, but I think they will get married. I just, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm seeing, I'm seeing like that Marie Kondo thing. I love mess. This is going to be messy. This, this whole thing, especially, I, I mean, I would love if they actually went to some type of couples therapist and said, where they could actually talk about the difference between bisexuality and polyamory. Um, and, and maybe, maybe they, maybe Hazel could understand she, if she wants to be, have a polyamorous relationship, that's okay. If she wants to be bisexual. That's okay too. But she needs to understand um, if you're, if she's with Tariq uh, and she, you, she can be bisexual and be with Tariq and not have a poly, polyamorous relationship. I don't know if she understands that. That's what we're saying. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> it's no. I think, I think it's a. I think that's what I'm talking about by confusion. I think they're so they're both confused uh, at, at at what's happening, and her 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 kind of sexual interest in women is so new for her. So I don't know. I, I don't know either. I, I think she's probably. I mean, she's bisexual, but she needs to go through. She needs to have her. Uh, girl phase. She needs to fully experience that. And I don't know if she has yet. I, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I'm worried, think, I'm worried about that. But she's going to see this big house and that's going to help her stay, y'all, because this is a huge <laughs> house comparison to her. Literally, Tariq says the difference is, you know what I feel, what I do like about Tariq too? Because I think he is kind. He never talks about at least what i can remember so come at me sissies if i'm wrong he never talks about the way big ed talked about rose's conditions he talks about he never seems like shaming for what hazel came from or um now he said conditions weren't it never seemed get what i'm saying I, i i understand what you're saying i i he does say in a very american privileged sense you should have seen where that where she came from he says stuff like that it's it's nowhere yeah. on the spectrum of what Big Ed said. No, but he says that like basically her home could have fit in his garage. So I like that he said instead of like where Big Ed would be like, she's going to love this, this big house. He actually says, I worry for her being overwhelmed by all this. Like it's such a scene at how how she would see the situation. And I got to give him props to that because a lot of Americans that bring people over from less privileged countries – 
do not see. They're like, of course they're going to love this because it's America. And I agree. Again, I no, was I shocked agree. by that empathy he has. Um, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, so he's, he's, he, she says, remove your shoes. And he's like, they don't, we don't have to, you can, you can come in the house. And I, I've got to say, oh, that was because there was a sign on the door. Oh, okay. I just missed there it. There was a sign on the door that said, remove your shoes. And she thought you had to do it before you go in. And he's like, no, you do it inside. <laughs> okay. That's what I missed. So yeah. she was confused by the dishwasher and I would be too. I would, I still think a dishwasher is magical. Um, I'd love if I had, you know one. what, now that I'm staying at my dad's house and he has a really nice one, I'm like, we forget. Cause y'all, we don't have it. Cause we live in older Ew. places in Los Angeles. Um, we, I haven't, we, what poodle, we haven't had a dishwasher and I haven't had a dishwasher in 16 years. Same, same. Yeah. P- pity us. Oh, those poor oh, boys without a dishwasher. Poor gays in Los Angeles and the beautiful weather and beautiful weather with beautiful men with dishwashing their own dishes. Uh, with dishpan hands. Um, yeah. I, I want so it's the house is kind of cluttered and she wants to clean. What do you think? I don't know if the it, the decor didn't bother me too much. The red wall was a little much for me. Of course, there are bongos. Um, the 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 red wall kind of made me feel a little. Uh, it was it was it was it was a little too much for me. Maybe reminded me of Marnie by Hitchcock, where she would lose her mind when she saw the color red. Um, but there was something about it. It was very aggressive. Um, and I, I love a good red wall. I love a good accent wall. Unlike a certain basic bitch on the other, um, end who's gone off his accent walls. I, you know what? I don't mind a wallpaper wall, but my dad has a red accent wall in his kitchen and I'm, I'm hinting at getting rid of it. Uh, you need to let your dad get over cancer first. (laughs) Fair, but I've already mentioned it. To my Aunt Darla, it'll be taken care of. Okay, good. Uh, so she basically – the house is overwhelming for her. She already says it's too big, and you and you see she's worried about not feeling at home here. So I think his his concern is pretty well placed. He He's mm-hmm. worried that she'll that she'll feel at home in this place. And, you know, she's – I don't she's, – she's never left the Philippines, correct? Um, um, I think no, nah, we don't know that to be honest, but I think so. But no, we don't know. Um, that's all I have. That's them. That's tar- that's Tarzel. That's Tarzel. Tarzel. Let us talk about we'll about my hump. <laughs> and then we get to um again one blink away from lunacy, y'all. <laughs> Boy. Mike in Italy. Mike in Italy. Oh, hi. We're just out here in Squam, just loving. And uh, I love Uncle Bo. He's very. Driving in the snow. He's, he's the most stylish man I've ever met. In he's the most, he's stylish, most stylish, stylish man. Stylish I love his style. Is, um, is the style icon where uh, where she's from? Jimmy Buffett, because. <laughs> You know, I, that's actually more stylish than this. True. Like, you got to aim lower, poodle. This. Or like a hobo out, uh, a hobo post prayer meeting somewhere. Yeah, um, there you go. I don't. There you go. She's, I love his style. His, his the most stylish. You know, 
She doesn't love his style. She doesn't love oh, anything no. about Uncle Bo. She loves no. nothing about Uncle Bo except for that he moved out. <laughs> That's what she loves about Uncle Bo, everybody. Y'all, Mike and Natalie, it's the next day after their beautiful night in this hotel. And she's like. And she's got jokes, y'all. Natalie's got jokes. She's Natalie's like, got jokes. We have, we have ups and downs in the relationship. But when it comes to a sexual relationship, we only have ups. You get it? Up like his erection. I climb on top of it. Which is now we know why Mike keeps coming back. Because <laughs> y'all, she gets, as Natalie says, the dicky in the freaky in the bed. <laughs> I guarantee you, sex with her is a wild ride. Right. Again, it's probably at one point, it's just passionate and loving. And then she, her eyes blink a couple of times and she goes, Wah! she just like, like rotates on his dick with her legs in the air. <laughs> it's that kind of sex where in one moment, you're afraid for your life. <laughs> yeah, you're a little scared. Sharing you're going with it. And basic instinct. I'm I'm feeling I'm all I'm I'm looking for the the ice pick, but I'm also looking for the scarves. You don't know. Yeah. What. <laughs> it's very um, you guys, it's very a lot of people are comparing her to um fatal attraction, even yes. the way she looks, which I've never seen that movie. Is that a good movie? Uh I I, it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't really. It was. It's there for its touchstone of uh, feminine kind of insanity, um, which d- did not age well. I will guarantee you that. But l- kind of like, um, uh, what's the the Jennifer Jason Lee movie? Uh, Single white female. I, yes, that as well. Um, they, they were all popular in the same time. I think uh, Fatal Attraction was. That's when they did Hand the Rock and Cradle and all that. Yeah. Um, because when people wanted to watch movies about women being crazy, um, uh, I, I think, I think that sex is just, uh, absolutely there, there is a, there, there is an idea that you may not walk away from it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that it's the only time Mike ever feels anything <laughs> besides just apathy when she's choking him repeatedly and his he's turning blue and and you look all you can see is one look in her googly crazy eyes and you see you see your existence yeah. snuffing out <laughs> she that's when he mike feels alive when um yes yeah, that is a- <laughs> <laughs> that y'all that that is one of the bases of their relationships i guarantee you yes Murder. because um <laughs> That's when um, it's like that. Uh, we can all see it. It's like when the it's like when the because she's on top of him, and then her eyes make these kind of circles, kind of like when the bumble gets hit in the head and the the Rudolph <laughs> the Red nosed Reindeer, and that's when he feels alive. Or Sir Hiss from the Robin Hood. Uh, yes, soon. Sir I am going to make you sleepy now. Can I suck your dick? You guys, by the way, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is really gay. And if you want to know that, sissies, come out and tweet us, Instagram messages, let us know. I forgot which, but we have an old episode where we go into a deep dive in and Rudolph for you. It was like a seven-minute riff <laughs> where we made it into a gay allegory. And people were both delayed, delighted and horrified. By you what know what? I want to use that word. I think delayed is a great word. You're <laughs> delighted, but it takes you a while. It's delayed. I was delighted. I was delighted by by his proposal. Yes. Um, um, 
when he uh, slapped me with his penis, I was <laughs> delated. It took a bit, but I was delated. Um. So, oh, okay. So we are um we're having lunch with Uncle Bull, um, and she's excited about meeting him. She has mixed feelings. Um, she's like, well, she says, I have mixed feelings about Michael. Uh, he he did not bring the ring. He did not bring the ring. So yeah, she's he, still pissed off about that, even though about the ring. she yeah. had he hasn't really, or she's been saying we've been having so many problems. So really, he's got no reason to bring the ring. Um, no, I still think she's crazier than a shit house rat. Um, no, she's totally cuckoo kaboo. <laughs> and so even when so Uncle Bo walks up and she's like looking around, she's like, oh, okay. and then he walked and her arms are her body language is horrible. Her bo- yeah. arms are just crossed and she looks so like, and he kind of she goes to shake his hand and he gives her a hug. Um, and then Natalie says, when I see him, he's a country guy. But uh, he's, as you said, but his style is something. I love his style. He's the most, he's the most stylish man. <laughs> um, see, the, only thing, did, the only thing she can decide to say. It's like when I go to a really it. bad play that someone's in um, or a bad musical and you have to say something afterwards. Oh, the costumes were wonderful. <laughs> if I lead with the costumes... You know your your piece your your play was a piece of shit. Or if I lead, shit. if I lead with um, lighting again, you you were ter- not not just the play was bad, you were bad. <laughs> yeah. Usually, I, I I the stuff I go to, I can find one redeeming thing about either a student or a friend of mine. But there there have been one or two times where I just wanted to leave. Um, and I've had to stay after and say something, but usually I can, I can pull it together to say, to give a good, to give something. Also, if they, if it's bad, usually my clients know, and they'll tell me ahead of time and then we can laugh at it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. But I have been, I've, I've occasionally been shocked when things have been absolutely abysmal and I'm like, do I have to stay here after to talk about this? <laughs> Anyway, that's what Natalie was doing. She was doing always so stylish. And so they sit down to eat, and um, they all sit down at the table. And then, Poodle, I think it's time for what we like to call um, 90 Day Gays Theater. That kind of works, especially when I lead it. Um, Yeah. So uh, I will be playing the role of Natalie and Poodle will be playing his award-winning Emmy nominated um, Uncle Bojangles. Yes. Um, And picture it. They're all sitting there and drinks just arrive and scene. Um, Uncle Bojangles, what uh, what are you drinking? (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what it looks like whiskey to me, but I'll take anything. Uncle <laughs> boy, how many, how many cocktails you drink? <laughs> how many they bring me? <laughs> Seriously. Oh, Uncle Bo, you're so funny. You're so funny. You make me laugh so much now, Uncle Bo. Uh, so uh, you move, yes? You move? 
down the road, just down the road. Oh, woo! Oh boy, am I relieved? Oh, I mean, oh, that's good. I mean, no, only because we need a space. We need a space where we are now. No, ain't nothing but ain't never but ain't nothing but out there but bears, bears, and wild animals. What the? I don't know what you said, but you're so funny, Uncle Bo. You're so funny. I, I, you, I don't know what you say, but I don't understand you, but you're always smiling. But, um, 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 but, uh, Bo, you, you, you will not come back to the house. Sorry. <laughs> you took away the only man I ever loved. And see. <laughs> it ends dark for Uncle Bo, y'all. It ends dark. Um, yeah, I feel like she's really blowing smoke up his ass just to make Mike feel good. Yes. She's, she's like, this is y'all. She's like Sarah Bernhardt of men. She's going to fuck over. (laughs) Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. This is true. This is true. Her mother taught her well to be nice to whoever you're going to destroy. She is trying to be nice, but it does feel very, uh, when she literally, when he said he moved out and she literally dropped everything and went, oh yep. boy. I mean, I was like, honey. Oh, good. <laughs> that, this is where older Poodle, old, old Poodle, Olga Poodle Scott would have gone, nit, 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 She would have, ne- Nally would have never made it through the Poodle Sky of school. No. Never, never. She couldn't have dealt with the shock therapy to begin with anyway. <laughs> Or the or when they put the outlets in you, she couldn't. Yeah, could not have dealt with the phone plug-in chargers. Yeah, that they, they put in all of you. Yeah, like there's Yara a reason had. why. You, yes, <laughs> Yara's an A plus student. Um, she um, she really um. So then we have this moment where the where wait, some waiter named like Ted comes up and he's just making y'all poor waiters and waiter small talk. Bless their oh. hearts. Did you I, ever make waiter small talk when you were a waiter? Uh, you you would get you honestly you get better tips that way, but you have to make sure it's not bad. Like, and what will, what can I make for you this evening? Spectacular! You have to make sure it's not bad because people see through that, um, especially for fine dining. If you're in casual or like mid mid level, um, like 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 if you're any anywhere where your entrees are like eighteen. Seventeen, eighteen dollars and under, you can do that. Like bullshit. Hey, what, what can I get for you this evening? What can, what can I make for you specially? What can I? How can I treat you guys the best you can be treated? People will buy that. Anything higher than that in fine dining, people don't want that. People want you to be honest with them. They want you to be kind and and really considerate. They do not want to have their asses licked. They really don't. God bless our waiter, our 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 sissies in the food service industry. Oh, it's a yeah. hard job. And I'll and just know that one of the reasons they do the whole dog and pony show is almost to distract you from throwing a fit about the appetizer that came out at the same time that your entree did. So right. and then and then the so they you, they've already blown so much smoke up your ass. You'll have a hard time about complaining if that happens because it's totally the kitchen's fault. And that's yeah, the thing you're having to you're having to cover for the kitchen almost the entire time. And we all know if you if you ever did food service, you know that most kitchens are run by drug addicts. So <laughs> especially if it's a chain restaurant. So you know you're you're going to get whatever the drug addicts want to give you. 
<laughs> wow. So, Poodle's views of restaurants are not the views of Naughty Day Gays. Oh, I just want to- If you've worked in a chain restaurant, you know what I mean. Uh, also, even if you worked at a pretty nice restaurant, everyone there, you would just cycle through people to sleep with. It's just, you're just trying to feel something. <laughs> so this waiter is trying to feel something. And so he's like, oh, um, uh, what, oh, uh, what are you doing here? And she, and basically he finds out that, um, she's from Ukraine. Um, they're, in, they're getting married. And he's like, oh, you're getting, when are you getting married? And Uncle Bo goes, it's a surprise. <laughs> creepiest thing ever to say but it was i'll be your best man and it was so funny and then natalie says just immediately i don't know this situation is tough to the waiter to the waiter and she's just looking at uncle Bo. the usually when the waiter would ask something like this and i'm sure he was prompted to by the producers i'm sure that if usually when a waiter asks something like this they're like yep and you know, a couple months. Oh, that's so good. Let me get your linguine with clam sauce out. There's, <laughs> there's no, there's no extra small talk. Um, this was you guys. This guy's from Seattle Central Casting, and he's like, "Mom, mom, I finally got my big break. I'm going to be in the next Christopher Nolan movie after this. I know it." <laughs> um, as when he when he was being kept there at the table, as they kept talking to him, I felt a part of me dying. Because that is the worst thing when you know you've, you're making small talk at a table and you broach on some topic that I'll never forget this. I was the worst thing that ever happened to me was I, I was talking, blah, blah, blah. And and I'm like and I was it was a regular couple who I'd seen come in all the time. And and I'm like uh, uh, and I'm like, blah, 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 blah. And they usually had an older woman with them. And I'm like, oh, blah, 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 blah. You know, where's where's um, is it grandma? And the look exchanged by these people. Yeah, she passed away just about two or three months ago. <sighs> I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I mean, it's I just saw you. It, that's so recent. And the child, there was a child with, not a child, a teenager, who kind of looked down because, you know, she felt for me. And she was still upset about grandmother. And I'm like, I mean, I'm sorry for your... So what can I get? What can I get you tonight, guys? It was the most awkward thing that's ever happened to me. I I would have paid ten thousand dollars <laughs> to sit at that table. There was no small not that talk. I'm laughing at you, but I'm laughing at you. And I at the end of the meal, I try to say, "You guys, this has been this." I said, "Thank you guys so much." You know, um, uh, I love it when you guys come in. And um, and I was like, "Don't say anything about grandma. Don't say anything about grandma. Don't say anything about grandma." I'm like. And I'm so sorry again about grandma. <laughs> Did they ever have you as a waiter again? They came in after, but I, I never the I, same. I, it was never the same. Rounded. After I had brought up obviously a very painful death. Um <laughs> wow. that's problem with small talk you guys remember it can backfire and it can backfire in such an egregious way you will never recover <laughs> what would your mother say um she'd be like oh i can't believe you said that <laughs> um oh goodness so th- they kind of have their parting and so um 
uh, Uncle Bo, he says, I wish the best for you. You have my blessing. And they leave. And then the next time we see them in the car, and uh, Natalie says, I think Uncle Bo is very nice man, and he loves you a lot. I don't like that he drinks. Right. So, and remember, you guys, she's got a couple of things uh, kind of in kind of against her in the normal people qu- uh, category. She's very religious. Um, also, she does not approve alcohol or anything like that. And she's also vegan. So not not that that's the biggest restriction, but he is not. So it's it's an interesting – it's going to be a very rocky pathway they're going to have to walk. And I think maybe being okay with Uncle Bo – Mike says he doesn't even drink that much, but he drinks with Uncle Bo. So I think she wants to ma- be the Mike that she wants Mike to be, and this yes. is going to be the problem. Um, and we see this in the next scene. <laughs> so they're – Driving down the highway, and they're finally going maybe. The road is getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> the road gets smaller and smaller. It's like, it's like what reminds me, you know, of these, um, uh, what do you, how did you say, horror movies. <laughs> so he's kind of like four wheel in the car in the snow, the truck in the snow. And she's like, what, what are you doing? Michael, Michael, what are you doing? And she's like, this is how you have to get here. You have to kind of get going. Kind of like the fucking shining. It does. And to be honest, I think if I was him, the worst time I would have invited her to come would be the winter. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yes. And so they get to the house. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Y'all. Nowhere's Bill. Nowhere. And like, the crew was like, fuck, Donald, this is a long ride. <laughs> and Donald's saying some shit. Um, yes. So she's freaked out and she's like, it feels, it feels, she get, then she says again, it feels like horror movie. And this is like, we, you start to see her spiral, you guys. And I think this is time for a new segment we're introducing this time. Oh, a new one. Oh, yeah. Don't you love it how I pulled that I, out? I'm glad you told me. And this is called Outside Voice, Inside Voice. <laughs> and and what, where one of us takes what a certain character's outside voice is going to be like. And the other is going to show what they're actually thinking or their inner voice. So <laughs> I will be playing. I, I, I trust he, he'll he be able to do this, but I, I, I trust fully trust his, his abilities to do this. Um, I'll be playing Natalie's outside voice and Maddie will be playing Natalie's inside voice when what she's really thinking. So great. She walks in. And the house, and she's like, "It's all dirty. It's all dirty. Ugh. Oh, what? You know, but I'm sure it's fine. This is a goddamn toilet in here. What's happening? I can't breathe. Oh, you have you have cat. The cat come up to me. Um, um. Oh, I'm. To be honest, I'm more of a dog person. And, and why is it why is it so cold? It is cold here. There's snow everywhere. 
Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, tiny little somebody love me, somebody love me. Can I have tea? Can I have tea? Was that a bat? Michael, it is so quiet here. I just need to be, I need to, I need time. I need to, to look around house. <laughs> Jump out of bed and I hit the ground. And I need to go to work. How many, how many, how many, how many? And that was outside voice, inside, inside voice. voice. Y'all, that was. I think I got in touch with something. You, some, it worked. She's fucking spiraling. She is. This is. I this you, was hard for me to watch. I have never. Again, I want to say it again because I didn't realize when I said she is one eye blink away from lunacy. I had no idea how right I was going to be. I think too. I think this is also a question of if I was Mike, and and I can kind of put half of this on him. I don't think he really prepared her for what was actually going to to be there for her. One hundred, um, and and so I I think this is this is not this is definitely not just her fault for acting like this. And uh, she obviously has her expectations are so high for what he's going to be because he's always and been a different she's person. Not good at compromising at all. We saw that when he was in her home. She is not good at all. Yeah, at changing she has the story in her head and she cannot veer from it but i will say if you guys don't think she's like just like a just like she's like your happy meal she's just like dropping fries out of that happy meal she doesn't have a lot left no Uh, you you saw you saw her bottom of the bag now when they're kind of cold and they're hard but you're still gonna eat them because they're a fucking fry and there's like three of them left, and you kind of dump it in the ketchup, and hopefully it'll cover up the stale taste. But you don't care because you want to eat a fry, and you can't leave a fry. Wait, what are we talking about? Because it helps cover the, your pain. Yeah, thank <laughs> That's you. That's what fries do. <laughs> yeah, fries. Cover what should McDonald's say? Fries, we cover your pain. <laughs> Because what, after after you've been eating, after you've eaten a, a, a an order of fries, you feel better. Not necessarily, not for good, but for right then, you feel better. We we already know, you guys. She's gonna leave in a huff. We saw it. We saw a flash about this. There's no way she's gonna be comfortable at this place. No way. Sadly, and I think that voice outside voice is gonna be it is on him. That's it is on, on him. him. And it, because we've seen this before. Mike all the time is like, well, I don't know. He's, I don't know how this happened. I didn't, I told her I did this and that. And it's just, that is my, Mike doesn't, um, Mike has no ambition and she needs someone with ambition. Mike does not plan. He just goes through life kind of working on the farm doing like, there's just not a lot of, um, Hutzpah to him, and that is the Hutzpah's they're the, the worst. Uh, Hutzpah is like gall. Uh, there's not a lot of um, spark to him. Yeah, yeah. They're they're the worst combination of people for one another. I agree. Um, I I 
uh, I I immediately feel for her because she's she's losing her fucking mind there. Yeah, and, and definitely I do. Yeah, but and and but she's not good at communicating actually what she's feeling because I think she's no. always in this. She's always in this. How am I feeling? How am I feeling? What am I actually feeling here? I don't know. What am I going to say? How am I feeling right now? And then it bursts out into uh, complete irrational behavior, and and that's. That's that's her issue, and it we we still never know what happened with her previous husband, but I no. guarantee you its roots are there. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's the show. I believe that's the show. We believe. We believe. We believe. You, know. you guys, I believe I'm falling in a love. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Y'all know the deal. You can go to ninetydaygays.com. You can see all of our other shows. We're talking about. There's not going to be a sweet tea this week, and there's not going to be a love after lock this week, a Lalu this week. So, but that's okay. We're going right. to, again, we got that cray cray crossover, making it up for it next week. Um, yeah, cross, yeah, I'm sorry, not cray crappens, but we do have Plathville that's coming up. Um, that'll drop on Wednesday. And um, yeah, y'all come at us on Cameo at the Matt Mar or Jake It or Fake It. Um, you can also get your merch at 90daygays.com. There, you can't get it by Christmas now, but you could get it by New Year's, maybe. Yeah. Tevya. Mm-hmm. Tevya. That's the father <laughs> in Fiddler. <laughs> I told you it would come out. <laughs> you guys, we call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just the loneliest of hearts looking for love, Poodle? Yes. And if you are a Jewish girl living on the shuttle and you have a hump on your back and you just want to find a husband from your, to get away from your milkmaid father call, call us, us. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.